In this episode, you're going to learn how a $25,000 investment in just four stocks could give you $4,000 a year in dividend income. Hi, my name is Kanwal Sarai, and welcome to the Simply Investing Dividend Podcast. In this episode, we're going to cover four topics. First, we're going to talk about dividends and dividend yield. Then we'll take a look at the current average dividend yield for some common dividend stocks today. Then we're going to look at two important factors that are going to help us reach our goal. And that's the last topic, which is how are we going to earn $4,000 annually in dividends from just a $25,000 investment? I know it sounds too good to be true. So keep watching, keep listening. I'm going to show you all the numbers in this episode. Let's get started with our first topic, dividends and dividend yield. A dividend is a cash payment made to shareholders. To you, if you own shares in a company, you are then a shareholder. And the dividend is paid from a company's earnings, not from the stock price. Stock prices go up and down all the time, but from the company's earnings. So if you are a shareholder, in this example, Jill is a shareholder, and the company is sharing its profits with its shareholders. And so the profits come to you in the form of dividends. Now, in this example, let's say a company is paying a dividend of $1 per share, and Jill owns 1,000 shares. She will receive $1,000 every year for as long as she owns those shares and as long as the company continues to pay the dividend. The dividends are deposited automatically as cash into your trading account. So you can spend those dividends if you wish, or you can reinvest them. So what is dividend yield? This is important to know because we're going to talk about it again towards the end of the presentation. Very simple. It is the annual dividend that the company is paying divided by the stock price. So let's take a look at this example. If a company is paying a dividend of $1 per share and the stock price today is $40, we take one divided by 40, and you can see on the screen, it says 0.025. We wanna express that as a percentage. So it's 2.5%. So what does that 2.5% mean? So let's say Jill wants to invest $20,000 in this company and she buys the shares today at $40 a piece. 2.5% of $20,000 is $500. So this means she will earn $500 every year for as long as she owns those shares and as long as the company continues to pay the dividend. Now the stock price can go up to $100, it can go down to $10, doesn't matter. In this example, Jill has bought 500 shares and her yield is 2.5%. And that's what it says on the screen right here. It says your dividend yield is based on your stock purchase price. Okay, so this is important to know. Stock prices go up and down all the time. But the moment you buy the shares, that's the price you paid for those shares. And in this example, Jill has bought the shares at $40. She will continue to earn 2.5% every year for as long as she owns those shares. And the stock price can go up and down. doesn't matter. So now let's take a look at a 
couple of examples. I'm going to give you three real life examples. We're going to look at three companies and we're going to see what is their dividend yield today and how much are they paying in dividends. So we're going to look at MGM Resorts. We're going to look at Nike and we'll look at Southwest Airlines. So MGM Resorts today has a dividend of one cent. That's one penny. So that's one penny per share. So you got to own the shares for a whole year to get one cent per share. The share price today is $39.27. And I just showed you before the dividend yield formula is the annual dividend divided by the share price. So the dividend yield today is 0.03% for MGM Resorts. So if you were to buy those shares today at $39.27, you would earn 0.03% every year. That's the return on your investment while you hold on to those shares. Now let's take a look at Nike. Nike's got a higher dividend, but the share price is also high. So the annual dividend is $1.36. And you can see that the share price is $128.81. So the yield is 1.05%. So a lot better than MGM Resorts, but still not that great. But let's continue. Let's go to Southwest Airlines. Their annual dividend today is 72 cents per share. The share price is $36.88. And you can see that the dividend yield today is 1.95%. So almost 2%, but not quite there yet. So let's take the dividend yield for these three companies. And you can see it up on the screen here. The average across these three companies is 1.01%. So if we take the current average dividend yield, for these three companies that I just showed you, and you want to earn $4,000 a year in dividends, how much money would you have to invest today in those three companies to make $4,000 a year in dividends? So I've already done the math for you. You can see it up on the screen here. You would have to invest over $396,000 in those three companies and then you would make $4,000 a year in dividends. Now, I know some of you might be thinking, well, there's companies that are giving me a 3.5% yield, 2%, 2.5%, maybe even 4%. So let's take, let's approximate here, the average. So let's say the average is 3%. So if you were making a 3% yield, how much money would you have to invest? Again, in order to earn $4,000 a year in dividends. And again, I've done the math for you. You can see here, it's still pretty high. You'd have to invest a little over $133,000. And then you would make $4,000 a year in dividends. Now, you'll remember at the beginning of the video, I said, I'm going to show you how a $25,000 investment would give you $4,000 in dividends every year. And if you look at the two numbers on the screen, we are way off from $25,000, right? At a 3% yield, you'd have to invest $133,000 just to make $4,000 a year in dividends. At a 1% yield, you have to invest over $396,000 just to make $4,000 in dividends. So how are we going to make 
$4,000 in dividends from a $25,000 investment, right? What's the yield? How high does the yield have to be? Okay, so we're going to cover that in just a couple of minutes. And that's where we're heading towards in that direction. So that brings us to our next section. There's two important factors we have to consider and we have to implement in order to help us achieve our goal. So the first important factor is how long you stay invested. How long are you going to hold on to those dividend stocks? Is it going to be one year, five years, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years? So here's a hint. The longer you stay invested, the better off it's your investments are going to grow, the better off you're going to be. So that's factor number one, time, how long you stay invested. Factor number two, dividend increases. Okay, so those are important. That's what's going to help us to reach our goal. So those are the two things, time and dividend increases. So time you can control. You get to decide how long you're going to hold on to the shares. Again, five years, one year, 10, 20, 30, 40 years, you can control that. However, when it comes to dividends, that's outside of your control. Companies can decide anytime they want. They can increase the dividend, they can lower the dividend, or they can eliminate the dividend. So that is outside of your control. So then what do you do? As dividend investors, I've been doing this for over 23 years. As dividend investors, how do we even decide what to invest in? How do we even have any confidence investing in something where you don't have any control over the dividends? So for that, we have to look to the past. We have to look at the history. Let's take a look at a couple of companies. We're going to look at four examples. I'm going to show you four different examples, but we're going to look at real life examples and look to the past. Let's take a look at four companies and see how they have grown their dividends. So we're going to look at Pepsi. We're going to look at Johnson & Johnson. We're going to look at Colgate Palmolive. And then we'll look at Walmart. These are all household names. Everyone knows who these companies are. So these are good examples. Let's take a look at these four companies and see how their dividends have grown over the years. So you can see up on the screen here, Pepsi has been paying dividends since 1952. That is a very, very long time. And as a dividend investor, that's what I like to see. But even better than that, what I like to see is the consecutive years of dividend increases. And you can see that up on the screen. Pepsi has had 64 years of consecutively increasing its dividend year after year after year. And every time the company increases its dividend, that's more money in your pocket as a shareholder. So next year, if the company increases the dividend, you're going to get more money. And the year after that, if there's another increase, you're going to get more money in your pocket. So this is good news for dividend investors. Let's take a look at Johnson & Johnson. They've been paying a dividend since 1944. They have had 60 years of consecutive dividend increases. Colgate Palmolive has been paying a dividend. Now, this is important, and this is not a mistake. They've been paying a dividend since 1895. I'm going to say that again. Colgate Palmolive has been paying a dividend since 1895. And they have had 50 years of consecutively increasing dividends. 
And our last example is Walmart. They've been paying a dividend since 1973. Walmart has had 49 years of consecutive dividend increases. Okay. I can't predict the market. No one can accurately predict the market. I don't know if the stock market's going to keep going down. Is it going to go up? Is it going to go up for a month and then go down again? Are we headed towards a recession, a market crash? Nobody knows. But when you look at a list like this, and this is a very small subset. This is just four companies here. We have a much larger list of companies that have been paying dividends and increasing them for decades and decades and decades. So we have a much larger list. But when you look at a list like this, you can have a high degree of confidence that companies like these will continue to pay you a dividend in the future and hopefully increase the dividend year after year after year after year. Okay, so the markets are unpredictable. Stock prices go up and down all the time. But as dividend investors, our focus and your focus should be on the dividend income. So when we look at a list like this, we have a high degree of confidence that we're going to get paid a dividend and it's going to increase year after year after year. Think about how many recessions we've had in the last 50 years, how many market crashes we've had in the last 50 years, but yet companies like these have continued to grow their dividend, increase it every single year. So this brings us back to our two important factors, time, the amount of time you stay invested, plus dividend increases is going to help us achieve our goal. And in this episode, our goal is to figure out how are we going to make $4,000 a year in dividends with just a $25,000 investment. Okay, so time and dividend increases. We've talked about dividend increases. I just showed you the four examples of those companies. Now let's talk about time, how long you stay invested. So in this example, for this episode, we're going to go back to 1997. And we're going to use the same four companies we just looked at. We're going to look at Pepsi, Johnson & Johnson, Colgate-Palmolive, and Walmart. So on the screen here, you can see the share stock purchase price in 1997 for Pepsi was $29. Johnson & Johnson was $25. Colgate Palmolive was $11.45 a share and Walmart was at $11.50 a share. So you can see them up on the screen there. Those are the stock prices in 1997 for those four companies. And so in this example, Remember, we said in the beginning, a $25,000 investment. So you can see how we've broken the amounts down. Approximately $6,250 invested in each of these four companies. And if you add that up, you see that it comes out to approximately $25,000, right? You can see on the screen, it's showing $24,992.27. That's fine. Approximately, we're at a $25,000 investment invested across these four companies equally. Okay, for those of you that are interested, you can see the number of shares that you would have had to have bought. So Pepsi, 215 shares, Johnson & Johnson, 245, Colgate-Palmolive, 545 shares, and Walmart, you would have had to have bought 544 shares. Okay, so that's your total investment, $25,000, back in 1997, and then all you had to do as a dividend investor, was to hold on to those shares. 
There's no buying or selling. There's no day trading. We're not watching for prices to go up and down, trying to guess when to sell, when to buy more. Nothing. You just would have had to held on to those shares. Okay. Your $25,000 investment. So let's see what would happen today. Today, the dividends have all gone up. You can see the current dividend per share for Pepsi is $4.60. Johnson & Johnson is $4.52 a share. Colgate-Palmolive is $1.88 per share. And Walmart is at $2.24. So if you multiply the current dividend by the number of shares you own, so for example, for Pepsi, we can see it up on the screen here, the dividend today is $4.66. Multiply that by the 214 shares that you own. And you can see your annual income just from Pepsi alone would be $984 per year. In fact, now you can see it up on the screen. We have the annual income for all of those four companies. So Pepsi, I just mentioned, $984. Johnson & Johnson would be giving you $1,107. Colgate Palmolive would be giving you $1,024. And Walmart would be giving you $1,218 for a grand total of $4,334 annually in dividends. That money would get deposited directly every year into your trading account. And like I said in the beginning, you can reinvest that money if you wish, or you can spend it. So now you can see on the screen how a $25,000 investment would return you over $4,000, specifically it's 4,334, over $4,000 in annual income. Okay, so this is, all the numbers are out here on the screen. Remember, time plus dividend increases. So in this example, we had to go, we went back to 1997, but it takes time. It takes time to grow uh, the dividends and to take advantage of the growing dividends. So what is the dividend yield on our investment now? We're going to use the same formula. It's dividends divided by, you know, we said share price, but now we want to calculate the dividend yield for the entire portfolio for those four companies that I just showed you. So what do we, how do we figure out the dividend yield for the entire portfolio? So we're going to take our dividends that the portfolio is generating and divided by the total investment. So the dividends is $4,334 divided by the total investment, which is approximately $25,000. And you can see that the portfolio is now yielding 17.3% every year. And every time those companies increase their dividend, which you saw they have a history of doing that for over 50 years, Every time they increase the dividend, this dividend yield on the screen is going to go up. So this year it's 17.3% return on investment while you hold on to the shares. Next year will be a little bit higher. Then it'll be a little bit higher. Then we'll get to 18% eventually. Then we'll get to 19% eventually. Then we'll get to 20% and it'll just keep growing. Okay. I've been doing this for over 23 years. I've seen this personally in my accounts. I've seen this with hundreds thousands of other investors, the dividend yield for your portfolio will continue to grow as companies increase their dividends. Okay. And if you look at the rate of return on the screen here, 17.3%, you can't get that anywhere in a checking account, in a savings account, in a term deposit, or even in a bond. 
So this is how we reach our goal of growing our dividend income. And remember, as dividend investors, our focus is on the dividend income and not on the share price. Share prices go up and down all the time. But we want to make sure the dividend income is there. Okay, so just to summarize here, the key is to buy the right stocks and then hold for the long term to take advantage of the dividend increases. And that's going to help you reach your goals. So the question then is, what are the right stocks? And the answer is quality, undervalued dividend stocks. And that happens to be our approach to investing. That's what I teach. That's what we talk about. This is what we advocate at Simply Investing. It's to invest in quality dividend stocks when they're priced low. Not when they're overvalued, but when they're priced low, when they're undervalued. Right. So how do you know when you're looking at a stock if it's a quality stock? And how do you know when it's priced low? So to help you with that, I've created what I call the 12 rules of simply investing. You can see the rules up on the screen. For those of you listening to the episode, I'm going to read them out just in a minute here. The 12 rules are designed to minimize your risk and to maximize your returns. Before you invest in any company, you want to make sure that it passes all of the 12 rules. Not just 11 out of the 12 or 9 out of the 12. You want to make sure that it passes all of the 12 rules. If a company fails even just one, one rule, skip it. Move on to something else. Okay. I've been using these rules for over 23 years, and these will help you from making mistakes. This is basically a checklist. Okay, so the 12 rules. Number Rule number one, do you understand how the company is making money? If you don't, skip it. Move on to something else. Rule number two, 20 years from now, will people still be using its product and services? Right? We're investing for the long term. We want to make sure the company is going to be around for a very long time. Rule number three, does the company have a low cost competitive advantage? Rule number four, is it recession proof? Rule number five, is it profitable? Rule number six, does it grow its dividend? Rule number seven, can it afford to pay the dividend? Right? We don't want to invest in companies that are going to cut their dividend. So rule number seven checks for that. Rule number eight, is the debt less than 70%? Rule number nine, avoid companies with recent dividend cuts. Rule number 10, does it buy back its own shares? Rule number 11, is the stock price low? So that's where we figure out if the stock is undervalued. So in rule number 11, we look at the PE ratio. We look at the PB ratio, price to book as well. We also look at the current yield compared to the average yield. So rule number 11 is going to tell us if it's undervalued or overvalued. And rule number 12, keep your emotions out of investing. So for those of you that are interested, I've developed the Simply Investing course. It's an online course. It's self-paced. Super simple. There's no technical jargon in there. Super simple to understand. It takes you through the 12 rules, step-by-step, step, with real-life examples. And then I give you all the tools that you need. There's a Google spreadsheet. I give you all the tools that you need so that you can apply the 12 rules to any stock anywhere in the world. And then make a decision whether you should invest in it or avoid it. For those of you that want to go a little faster, I've also built the Simply Investing platform. This is a web application. So this is a subscription-based service, whereas the course is just a one-time fee. 
What the platform does is it applies the rules to all 6,000 companies in the US and in Canada every single day. So you just log into the site. It'll show you companies that pass all the rules. They're just at the very top. And then we show you companies underneath which rules they fail. So we highlight the failures. And then we also highlight which companies are undervalued, which, which ones are overvalued. So again, you can make your decision based on the research that's there. For those of you listening to this episode, take a note of the coupon code. There is a special code for all the listeners uh, that I'm offering 10% off. So the coupon code is SAVE10, S-A-V-E-1-0. SAVE10. This is going to allow you to save 10% off of all of our products and services on our website, including the course, including the platform. The advantage with the platform is you can save 10% every month or every year, depending on your subscription. As long as you remain a subscriber, the discount code gets applied automatically for you. So you'll continue to save as long as you remain a subscriber. So for more information, have a look at our website, simplyinvesting.com. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to click on the subscribe button, hit the like button as well, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for watching.